Welcome to the Lotus Talks. Hi, let me introduce myself. I'm Granger Whitelaw, CEO of the Vietnam Group, and I host the Lotus Talks, along with my co-podcaster Cameron Lynch and various members of our team from time to time. The Lotus Talks is a show where we talk about the people and the companies that are making a difference in Vietnam and Southeast Asia, or doing good while doing well, as I like to say. It's the golden age here, and there are many exciting things happening. I hope to bring as much to you as possible. So get your coffee, sit back, and relax. And let's go. Good morning. Monday morning coffee here. This is Granger Whitelaw, and I am joined, as always, with Cameron Lynch. Cameron, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Well, I'm actually tired. It's been a long week, starting with my birthday last week, and then Halloween, and uh, you know, we got dressed up as... Uh, Pirates and, mm. and race was a gypsy, so we... Uh, pirates and gypsies, those yeah. two mix? I thought she was, she was another pirate. Well, she's my bounty. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. And then we went trick-or-treating and over at BP compound, and uh, there were hundreds of kids. It was awesome. Really? Yeah. That many kids in oh my God, trick-or-treating here? So many. It was awesome. great because like, their moms are with them, and then I would like walk up behind them in this really scary you yeah, know, yeah. kind of outfit. You had like a golden jaw and teeth. Yeah. I had a golden jaw and teeth. And just stand behind him, and they would scream, and all the kids would laugh. It was pretty funny. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I I went very lame and just drew a lightning bolt on my head. Did you Harry Potter? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. But then you know, I got my face painted, which is better. Oh yeah. I had a big uh, face painting. And the the Saturday night party at DF was good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> all you can drink, all you can eat. You missed the bash at Beep Beep with Mikey. Oh well, you know. I tried. I tried to all, all the I, all I you can to drink sleep. tequila. Yeah, I went to sleep. <laughs> well, um, what are we talking about today? Oh, here we'll talk about meeting protocol in Vietnam. Okay, that's a great subject. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's really important though. When I was coming to Vietnam uh, a year and a half ago or whatever it was, I actually looked this up. Mm. Funny enough, you know, oh, yeah. as I do, I kind of research things, yeah. and uh, I was like, I wonder what the meeting protocol is in Vietnam. Because it's Asia, right? Mm-hmm. And it can be different from China or Japan, but there's a lot of similarities yes. there. Yeah, absolutely. You've lived in Hong Kong. Yeah. I never went to meetings in Hong Kong. <laughs> but I, in I, school, school, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So in school, I guess I guess it still has that whole sense of hierarchy, but you know, high school is not necessarily the most focused on that business aspect and proper manners. And yeah. Things, but yeah. But it's it's it serious here and, and more serious in in uh, other places than, than than not in Hanoi, probably there's a, a little different protocol even mm-hmm. than in Ho Chi Minh. Um, certainly in Japan, I would think there's a, a much more protocol there than yeah. than maybe Cambodia. Yeah, for sure, I can imagine that yeah. to be the case. I mean, in Singapore, not so much. You know, I, I not really. It's more Western. I guess you could say that about Hong Kong in some respects too. They yeah. have this you know this fluid culture of transnationalism. Yeah. This, rampant there well true let's see how long that lasts for um <laughs> so one thing i did is i made business cards it's one of the first things i did because i never carry business cards in the u.s right i mean most people know me and or they're on email or linkedin or whatever if they want me 
LinkedIn. I never even updated my LinkedIn. I don't think I've updated it in 10 years or something. You know, I was one of the first people on LinkedIn. Yeah. But here, everyone uses it. Actually, your father was one of the people who told me, hey, yeah, update your LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. You gotta get on LinkedIn. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right? So, I'm, buddy. I'm emphatically checking LinkedIn. Are you? Yeah, yeah. But here, in a business sense, people do do that, right? Yeah. Very, very I much mean, so. you know, I feel like it's commonplace for to be almost like a digital resume, of course, as it is. Right. But here, I normally don't ask for resumes. I ask for the LinkedIn. I yeah. see all their history. So it's a great platform for that. And it's good also when you're going to meet with someone to do a little background, maybe yeah. just other respect, right? You're going to meet someone. You want to know who they are and, and, and not just be like, you know, oh, what's your name? What do you do? You know, I mean, you want to be educated and, and as you should... You should research companies before you go and visit them as well. Yeah, I mean, especially when you're dealing with someone who, I mean, a big point that it comes back to when it comes to meeting protocol is hierarchy, age. Age is vastly important here. For example, like, people treat you different than they treat me, obviously. But the big thing is because you It's because I'm good looking. Oh, no, you're good uh, looking, too. Uh, maybe it's the glasses. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, it's really about age. I mean, it's phenomenal to see, but, you know, you really have to be gentle and courteous. It's all about consideration. But, you know, they say to hierarchy, right, um, that the most senior person should always enter the room first. Mm. That sounds counterintuitive. I mean, I feel like it should be the other way around at some points. Cause right? Because you think, okay, well, when everyone's ready, then I'm going to walk my lazy butt in and sit down, right? Because I'm the chairman or whatever. So, you know, I'm not saying me, but the person, right? Mm. But, but that's what they say. They say the most senior person should always enter the room first. I always hold the door for people. I, I wouldn't do that just out of my own upbringing, right? Mm -hmm. Something else that's really interesting in hierarchy, right? They say silence is very common in meetings here. And if someone disagrees with another person, they generally don't do it publicly, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's about face. And we'll, we we'll should talk about that. Right, I do believe. Um, but yeah, I think that is a big major consideration. Like, as a person who hates silence, I'm always a talker, so I always try to keep the conversation going or like having meaningful things to contribute. <laughs> You're a talker? Yeah. Have you know? <laughs> so I, that is definitely something you got to get across and understand. But even getting to the meeting, right? I was really interested in this meeting should be scheduled several weeks in advance. Now, that is something that is definitely a protocol if you, if you look it up in your research in Vietnam. And, you know... I didn't realize that, and I don't really find that to be accurate, at least with the Western meetings I'm having. Yeah. With maybe some of the Asian Vietnamese meetings, it maybe is a little longer. Government meetings, certainly, and mm -hmm. I guess the type of meeting, right? Yeah, it, it, that plays a major yeah. role, for sure. I mean, mostly when I do have meetings, it's either VQ or formally educated Vietnamese or sure. highly educated. So, I mean, I think they're more open when it comes to that, but I think uh, you have your audience, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, generally you don't need a translator. If you do, you should arrange one, okay, out of courtesy, right? Because you, you want the media to be fluid if you're going to visit Vietnam. And uh, for those of you out there listening who are coming here or are just getting here, certainly if you don't speak Vietnamese, take a translator. I mean, I hired one the first week I was here. So, you know, to help me with documents, to help me with just basic communication. Especially if you talk in a technical industry, you know, if you're talk, trying to talk about enterprise resource management systems or like EOPs or anything like that, you need to have someone who can understand the vernacular sure. in that industry and then also someone who can bring you into the fold and have you educate them where you shouldn't. Sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, kind of more engineering based or technical based. You definitely and want to have no a technical. There's no shortage of translators here too. Right. Like, I feel like I've seen so, and it's not just English and Vietnamese. It's Japanese, Korean. Yeah, Korean's big here too. Yeah, all all the languages. So that's a good thing to do uh, for yourself. It also help you kind of stay in the conversation. Um, be punctual. Be on time. I mean, this is a pet peeve of mine, right? I used to have a, a rule in New York, you know, if, if my assistants knew, if anyone was 15 minutes late and they hadn't called, at 16 minutes, they walk through the door, they can leave and reschedule, right? Because that's, 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 that's my time, that's other people's time, that's my assistant's time, right? Just call if you're going to be late, you know, or text, I guess, now, or something, communicate, but, but don't be late. I mean, be early. My have, have that is that I'm, most of the time I'm bizarrely too early. I know. We, <laughs> you're I you, up 30 minutes early. Funny enough, like you and I, we are always early, right? Yeah. And, uh, and, and and we are well early, like 10, 15 minutes early. Oh, so sometimes even like an hour. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, okay, this is not taking long. I guess I'll just sit in this coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, that's a little long, yeah. So that's where you've been going in the daytime, to the coffee shop. No. <laughs> I've developed a, a fiending relationship. How do you dress here? This is a good one, right? Like, so... I wear a lot of ties, right? And everyone's like, Granger, why do you wear a suit in Ho Chi Minh? It's hot. And I'm like, because I think it's proper and it's it's how you should dress, right? I just believe that's the way you should dress. I think it's respectful and it shows that you care about what you're doing. And, you know, certainly uh, I believe if you put a tie on, you're going to feel different about yourself. You're going to present yourself differently and people are going to look at you differently, right? And, uh, and, and, and as they should. So it's not required here. I think uh, a jacket with no tie is okay. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's generally more common. I, ties are very uncommon here. Folks. Very. It's kind of hot in here. I mean, it's kind of like Rick and Fiacra and Granger and the lawyers. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know, right? There's nobody who wears ties here. Yeah, right? it's very rare. But those three guys you can usually see in ties, right? Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, cer- certainly um, a, a conservative dress for a woman is very important. Never, never wear a hat or at least take it off prior to a meeting. That's a, that's a big thing. Oh, there you go. Yeah. No hats? No hats. When you shake hands, um, certainly shake hands when you meet someone and when you leave. Um, don't, uh, you know, don't ignore anyone. Um, generally, uh, handshakes only take place between members of the same sex. So... That's a cultural thing, although it's not actually used in practice because women here very much shake my hand in meetings um, uh, all the time. Uh, but more, again, Western or Western educated. I think some of the traditional Vietnamese women may not. Um, but just be cautious of that. Don't, don't be overly aggressive at that, right? If, if you approach someone and a woman or something and you're a man and they don't want to shake hands, that's okay. Um, sometimes they use a two-handed handshake, which is fine. Uh, but then you should use your left hand on top. So right hand shake, left hand on top, and that is the way to shake hands here. That's very detailed. It's, but, but we're talking... <laughs> I'm just going to stop shaking hands. We're talking about protocol, right? Um, and you can bow to the elderly if they do not extend their hand. That is a cultural thing here, and I have done that many times. Um, so if you meet someone who's older, you know, for you, that's everybody. For me, that's a third of the population. But, you know, out of reverence and, and courtesy, I would slightly bow to them. Um, exchanging business cards is a big one. You do it with two hands. Yeah. And, and that's something that people really do take seriously, right? Mm-hmm. 
So when you hand somebody your card, hand it with two hands and take it with two hands, if you can, you know, I find it that a lot of times I have my cell phone in my hand or yeah. it's I, mean, I feel like a form of disrespect is like generally at the Vietnam group, we have very thick business cards. But if um, you have flimsy business cards and you give it to someone and they start bending it and deforming it, that's a sign of very disrespectful attitude, I feel like that's yeah, that is. Yeah, it's amazing. Some of these etiquette, you know, I've seen Vietnamese people do this, in fact, too. So I think it kind of breaks down, or there is some obvious tension, and they decide to take it out in a passive way rather than an upfront way. I feel yep. like there is something to be said for that. But you know, it's also people very different. Everyone you meet, you know, have different opinions. Of sure. Respect, so. And read the card, right? Like actually oh, look yeah, at the card. You know, don't just hand it out and. and and, and put it in front of you on the table. Now, this is something I've always done. And I do it also to help know where there's five or six people in a room. I'll actually put it in the order they're sitting. Yeah, yeah. And you just so you can recall their name. And right. Because yeah. I can't remember anything. So, well, I mean, that's really the basics. I mean, you know, if you want to give somebody a gift, um, it's fairly common to do this at the end of a meeting um, or d during a meal in honor of someone. But uh, they are not um, required, certainly at all. And you do not want them to be misrepresented as a bribe, uh, certainly, which they're not meant to be. If you're just meeting someone, you're not going to bring them a gift, generally. Um, but, you know, these are things to take into account when you're going to meetings in Vietnam and other places in Asia. And it's very important. So, you know, we're here to talk about thoughts on, you know, how you can improve your business and what you can do to improve your yourself in business in Southeast Asia and Vietnam. So... Meeting protocol is definitely something to take seriously and be aware of. Um, and always, I say, say uh, please and thank you and and uh, look people in the eye when you're talking to them. Yeah, I think that this is going to transition very well into our conversation on Friday about uh, the face and face value. So, I mean, I feel like it's always related to hard power versus soft power. You know, it's a soft power environment. You really got to be careful when you're handling these situations, right? Yeah. So... Be fine. Saving face. Saving face. Okay. Perception is reality. Well, I will see you on Friday and we'll talk about saving face and, and, and I'm, I'm going to do a little research on that too. Okay. Save that face. Everybody, thanks for joining us today. Have a wonderful Monday. Have a great week and we'll talk to you Friday. Yep. See you all. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms so you never miss an episode. If you want to support what we do, then share and leave a comment. You can always find us on our website at thevietnamgroup.com forward slash The Lotus, as well as our Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and just about everywhere in the world. Just search for The Vietnam Group. We post updates daily and feature the Lotus blog and podcast. Until next time, the Lotus Talks. See you soon.